0: Welcome to Hong Kong Business Owners, I'm Carmen, founder of this podcast that shares inspiring stories from entrepreneurs based in Hong Kong. Whether you created your own business, thinking about doing so, or simply curious to discover business creation stories, you'll get to listen to unique business owners journeys, to learn what it takes to start a company, what the keys to success are, how to apprehend failures and challenges, and what to keep in mind when developing your own business. I hope each episode will inspire you and guide you in your current or future projects. Today in this new episode of Hong Kong Business Owners, I welcome Estelle Nivi, founder of Anhao Wellness, to Pilaris Studios with a team of professionals, welcoming everyone and more specifically, supporting athletes, pre and postnatal women people recovering from injuries but also yoga and Pilates lovers actually the studio located in mid-levels is divided into two floors one for the training school and private clients and the other one for the group classes hi Estelle welcome it's nice to
1: have you here today how are you thank you I'm very fine thank you for welcoming me um so let's Jump directly
0: in the conversation. So the first studio you open is where we are now in mid levels. Um, so this is where you started your career as a Pilates instructor, and before that, you were working in the bank industry. What made you change career was Pilates and also fitness, uh, something that you've always practiced, even when you
1: were in the bank industry. Yes, so I think you said right. Um, I was a gymnast uh, when I was a child. Um, and I, I was working in investment bank after my uh, business school, in fact. However, uh, Pilates was just a comeback to my previous life that I loved so much. And it's just a logical continuity because I was a gymnast and I was training the kids just right after. So, what I think today. So, just.
0: Uh, so, when you were little, you were already dreaming of becoming a gymnast or working in that fitness or environment or something related to sport
1: yes indeed i love so much the gymnastic organization i was working in i was practicing as well so um, I, i really see me in the future as a not as a gymnast but as a Gymnastic teacher or sport teacher or osteopath or Mm. medicine uh, Specialist in a sport industry, but I I really wanted to To keep my career in line with my uh, child in fact So I I was doing gymnastics like 18 hours per week So every day after school I finish earlier the school to go to the club to practice to train so hard like two or three hours per day uh, and it was a total addiction mm. uh, then when I, I came to investment bank I realized that oh my god is totally not in line with my uh, with what I want in my life in okay. fact when I was in the car with my dad uh, we always uh, went uh, to the supermarket and passing a gymnastic club or uh, fitness club for adult and I was oh maybe daddy later I can do that I can work in a fitness club I was always curious about this kind of job mm-hmm. uh that I think it was like uh, more in line with my uh, uh, my life my daily life when I was a gymnast yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. but you ended up
1: yeah so I was in investment bank I feel a, a little bit out of my uh, uh my, my dream so I said okay now you are still young uh, you can still uh, realize your dream or, or at least try so at 27 I decided to to pass my personal training um, certification and I became a personal trainer then I started to have one client two clients so I realized in the early stage to become a PT uh, so it's it's really what I, I really want to do in my life I didn't wait too long so at 27, I left my job to get fully in the fitness industry.
0: And how long did you work in the finance?
1: Uh, seven years.
0: Seven years. And you were in France? Uh, France? France
1: and Hong Kong. And what made you come to Hong Investment Kong? bank. The transfer, they transferred me to okay. Hong Kong. Yeah. So I had the chance that Hong Kong is a very liberal uh, country and everything you want is here in front of you. So you just need to look. For which door you want to walk through, but all the doors are open.
0: But was it uh, the banking? Was it? Did it come from your parents, or uh, you know? Because usually the parents <laughs> want us to do something very safe as a job, like something you have your salary every month, and and
1: yeah. Exactly, my parents are really uh, ambitious and and they really wanted me with the business school they offer to me that I I reach a certain level of salary and they wanted like I have a safe life in fact. They always want secure with the kids first. So I said, okay, if I go for a sport teacher, maybe I won't win so much money. So maybe let's give Mm -hmm. up and work in investment bank. And so that's why I, I gave up the idea to work in the sport industry. Mm-hmm. and when I realized investment was not mm-hmm. investment bank was not for me the first thing I, I did it, I went in France and I met my dad I was 27 and I said okay dad I have to talk to you <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, you know I know you paid the business school but today I will give up I will give up for one year because I want to follow the path of the fitness industry and i I will be a a pt (laughs) so he looked at me like "Whoa, okay uh so how you will earn money directly you see Mm. so i said it's okay give me one year okay i I really wanted the approval from my dad because i'm very close to him and he offered me everything in my life uh so uh, according i have some respect to him so I, i wanted his approval and so give me one year I'm still junior in investment bank anyway so if it doesn't work uh, in the fitness industry I will come back to investment bank mm-hmm. you see and I never had a rest in my life it's not like I did a war two or you see one year rest I used to work all of my life so this year it's not to have a rest it's to work hard on my PT job and okay let's see and then like now just 13 years later each summer i see him he says, oh you remember this conversation in the south of france <laughs> now mm-hmm. i'm so proud of you my daughter i'm so happy you are not in investment bank anymore mm-hmm. yes but one year
0: is a very short time actually to run so
1: out, to one year out. in hong kong is is very intense mm-hmm. it can be 10 years in france mm-hmm. here things are going so fast mm-hmm. and even faster than what you are able to do Yeah. Yes. So it's you. You 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 have to say stop, stop to Hong Kong because you can get overwhelmed very uh, easy. Mm Wow.
0: Yeah. That's that was very bold of you to have this conversation with your dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, what what was this year like when this that first very first year when you started your business? How did you start?
1: Okay, so after the conversation with my dad, I decided to spend spend 100% on it. So I started a personal training job and I knew I would never come back to investment bank from the first day. Mm -hmm. So every morning I was so happy, like I will never work again. But in fact, it was my job. But no boss, freedom and living fully my passion. It's like you don't go to work and you live just really what you want to do in your life. So, and I never thought about growing, you see, I was just teaching and I was just happy with the clients, a lot mm-hmm. of exchange. Some, most of them now, they are my friends, you see, so I yeah. cannot teach them yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you, you create so many bonds. Yeah. In yeah. The, it seems know.
0: that also from what you were saying before, since you were little, you like also the uh, sharing with people. Um, I can feel that, like teaching people, transmitting you know your knowledge. knowledge to
1: them. Yeah. yeah. So there is no fake story, mm. there is no superficial mm. things. You see the client they pay you, so you, you they need to get results. Yeah. So you, you really go you give hundred percent of your yeah. knowledge, of your yeah. experience. You 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 have to love sharing.
0: Yeah.
1: And and then sharing is caring. Yeah. So the client they feel it and then they come back, you mm. see? And private client getting more and more results. They never stopped training with me but however new were coming and i started to have full schedule wow. so it was hard for me to after how long just six months oh wow so i started to think about uh, a location to rent out because oh, I, I was going to the condo or to the street mm. to the park at 5 a.m and to train at 10 p.m so it was a really busy and full schedule everywhere in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So after one year directly, I decided to, to rent out a, a place, mm-hmm. the place you are now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I started to hire some teacher because I couldn't teach uh, 24 hours on 24 hours. So I, I needed some yeah. teachers to help me.
0: But how did you find your first clients? Did um, you, did you do...
1: a, French, um, a French association. A French magazine, I, I don't know the name, and I, I, I put an announce. Oh. and a French girl replied. And like an ad? In the yes, in a newspaper. Okay. Yeah. Hard copy, uh, not soft copy. Yeah. There was not so much uh, internet in two, uh, 10 to 11. Uh, so there was still some magazine in Hong Kong. And I trained her and she was a president of the, a big aso- French association. I remember Fanny. And um, I trained funny and then was to mouth. Everybody mm. were talking about me and I was the only one at this uh, year. You see, now I know there are so many and we even have a coffee and gathering with the French PT in Hong Kong. But I started alone, totally alone.
0: Okay. Mm. So yeah, so then you started having many clients. So you had to have a studio and hire people, right?
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, so we, we became a team. Huh? Teachers, okay. me, client. Then I thought maybe we have to organize some group classes. Huh? It would be better for everybody to train and give chance to everyone to practice with me, with us, with all the team. Okay. But with the group classes, the business grew so fast. Yeah. So one floor, no space anymore. I had to take the second floor. And then one studio in Central was not enough. So I opened a second studio in Cozwebeck. And then I opened a training school to train the future Pilates teacher in Hong Kong. How do you hire people?
0: How do you hire the right people and make your own team that reflects
1: how you work? So hire is the, we can say, the most difficult part. Because what I want is the loyal team. Uh, I like to trust people when I work. Mm. You see, I don't want to monitor everything, I don't want to control everything, yeah. so I let teacher to be independent. But today we are 11, so full-time, part-time, and after years of experience, I understood the secret to keep them in the loop, which will remind my little secret, <laughs> because it's like a Michelin star, in fact, you 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 have your best dinner ever, but you will never know the recipe. Mm. So. We, we are a team together, we work together, and mm. we don't work against each other. So it was the hardest past in Hong Kong because Hong Kong, there are so many fitness studios uh, and you can have your private for your own uh, mm. business as well. So mm-hmm. um, I hire just like the feeling you discuss with people. It's like when you hire your helper for your kids, you see it's, it's just a question of feeling. And then, of course, for 12 years, it was hard to keep most of them. Some people went overseas because Hong Kong is an really international city. And uh, some young people, they start at my studio and then they move to big corporate uh, fitness uh, studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now, because I'm a training school, in fact, uh, most of people, they train at the studio as a student and then they decide to become a teacher and they register to the training school and then I hire them okay yes oh. and I have some greed of salary so mm-hmm. more you're reaching more you get a higher salary
0: and how is it to then to go from a, an independent a solo entrepreneur to becoming a business owner hiring people having a team because I guess your daily life was probably somehow different from, you know, when you have only yourself to manage and then you have other people.
1: Yeah, it's totally different job. Huh? Mm. Now I'm a full manager, so yeah. I almost don't teach anymore. Before I was teaching like 25 hours per week, or even sometimes 30 clients per mm. week. Now I teach like two or three clients. Mm. So my uh, really my, my favorite one, <laughs> my privileged one. But I really take care of the teacher training, so we do every week. So weekly basis, like this afternoon, all the team is coming and we have some, uh, some review on some standard, the Pilates standard. And what we do, uh, we, we discuss as well to understand the client request. Yeah? Okay. Um, and we exchange a lot, okay? So I try to do that every week. And then, beside, I have meeting with every teacher almost every week to discuss wow. about the progress, uh, how we can improve on the private client, the method, on the schedule as well. And I try to to work on the schedule. You see, mm. work-life balance is very important for the teacher. Uh, if you give the teacher every Saturday, at one moment he will give up. So it's yeah. like the teacher because Saturday is a busy day it's a busy day but everybody have, have to work really but everybody wants this day off so I try to to work on the balance huh? so if you teach this Saturday you won't teach the other Saturday the team is really respectful if you have an event a private event in your family you can go no worry, another teacher we cover so it's just a question of trust and when you see you give then you receive it's just logical
0: mm-hmm. Um, and I had another question. So you cre- you started the your first studio and then did you have to look for investors to fund this project or did you have money saved from when you were in the bank industry?
1: In 2013, two of my friends helped me when I wanted to open the second floor and buy reformers because reformers are very, very expensive and what, the, is, what is The reformer yeah. is the Pilates machine okay. with some resistance and strap to support you during your workout. Okay. So after only one year, it was already refunded and classes were already fully booked. And one of my first clients, Rachel, she's still with me today. She became a teacher. She loved so much that she decided to pass her exam. And now she's still here today. She even became a friend. And she was there when I opened the reformer studio. And two years ago, she was there as well with me when we opened the second studio. So about the CauseWeber studio I have been approached by investors. So I couldn't believe it that I didn't reply to their email. Yeah, because I, I thought it was a spam. So really it was like, oh my God, no, what's that? And then the second email, everybody were in CC, the CEO, the COO, all the wow. staff. And I was, maybe I have to reply. And they, they proposed me a coffee and say. Coffee has no cost. It's okay. Let's go. Just go. They were observing the studio raining for a few months already. How long? Has, yeah. And at that time, how long has it
0: been you started the oh, first studio?
1: 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Yeah, I just okay. opened the second studio okay. in uh, okay. 2021. Okay. So the same. The, the bond was so strong. I took the opportunity again. And uh, I love so much working with them.
0: And how was the. So how did it go like the first coffee and you didn't know what to expect of this? Yeah, coffee? so
1: they bring me to the to the coffee shop and in fact it was just in front of the new location. Oh. They are very smart. So after the coffee they bring me to the to the new studio and we made a visit. It was all uh, with nothing because under construction. And so I was almost stuck, you see. <laughs> yeah. Like you have no choice to sign. It was so attractive.
0: So yeah, so then they were basically offering to work with you and open another studio in Coswebe.
1: Yeah, indeed. So we are the, the only one big studio in Bay with 10 reformers. So it's big room with uh, 800 square feet. We have as well one floor for the changing room. Mm. Um, very stylish one. All the decoration, I did it. I, I draw it, and there is a floor with a lounge. So if you want to have a coffee or a tea mm. or just chill out with your or work with your computer, oh, it's a space. Also. It's a big space. Yeah, okay. it's a big space.
0: You mentioned also the first time we spoke um, that everything was very organic, the way you grew your business. So those investors reached out to you. You told me that also the, um, a brand, I'm not very familiar with the machines in Pilates, but a brand of one of
1: the machines, the people of that company reached out to you too, very organically. Indeed, I never thought about growing. It, it was just all organic. So yeah. even the, the second floor, when I opened it, it, it was a art gallery. Mm-hmm. And I saw some beers on the floor with a message. Oh, it was my farewell, so take the beers. And I was like, oh, my God, it means the studio will be available, this space. Just take it. So I contacted the landlord, but I, I really didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> but I, I really didn't want someone else to take this location because yeah. it was just below my location. So I said, okay, let's let's grab it and see. That's why two of my friends helped me to open this floor uh, because we had to go fast. Mm. Um And then same, like the school, the training school. So I I, I represent in Hong Kong the Mary Few uh, License Center from Canada. And one day a a lady came to the studio, Cindy, and she approached me and said, oh, okay, it's month, we observe you, you work very well. Uh, Do you want to represent Mary Few School in Hong Kong to to train the future teacher? So we discussing about the agreement and I was, okay, let's try and, and the first uh, training on the reformer was just in January 2020, before the COVID. Oh. And it was fully booked. So successful. And we just finished one day before they closed the border. And and then now I do about between six to nine training per year.
0: So it seems that for all these years, you you were working and you were very passionate. Yeah. You, actually, you, people were...
1: Observing you and then exactly. coming at you. you. You cannot imagine in your life, you work peacefully with your own studio, with your own team and you don't want to be bothered by over. You already quit investment to be in peace. And then you cannot realize some people observe you the way how you work and if you work well, you deserve some results and some people will give you the results and it's like achievement for me, you see? Mm. Because I, I didn't ask Anything to anyone and I will never ask again because I'm okay with what I have. I'm very happy
0: But it seems that you have a mindset like you like to challenge yourself Uh, For example when you told your dad, okay, give me one year and you'll see also seems that you love sharing and learning always This is something I witnessed from you know in other interviews with entrepreneurs that always be learning. It's really something the mindset that is very strong Um, and so all of this leads you to seize opportunities as they ride as they arise and you told me that like all doors are open in Hong Kong and you were just ready for you know opportunities you're always here listening to people and where does this mindset come from because is it something you built over the years running this business and being in Hong Kong or was it
1: something that you always had like you were always like that I think I, I used to be always like this I'm very independent first since I'm born so I have a, a brother he, he talks so much to everyone in the street unknown people and I was always behind him when <laughs> I was a child and just behind my mum as well observing everybody but never talk never I was so shy mm. and each time someone was talking to me I was just showing my tongue <laughs> like no, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> and I just wanted to talk whenever I want to talk I don't want people make me talk so it's just from my heart if I talk is because it's really from my heart So it was hard for my parents to understand that as well because they are very social and Mm. and I was not social. But I'm solar. So I was always shining and always ready to listen. And I'm curious as well. So I I, I travel around the world. I was lucky to have parents to make me travel a lot. Uh, I travel a lot by myself as well. Oh. Yeah. And I'm really stubborn. Mm-hmm. My husband always told me, so he said, oh my God, it's good you don't have any boss. <laughs> so that's why I think as an entrepreneur, it was for my childhood as well. You see, it's, it's a natural behavior I have. Of course, I have to learn every day how to behave with the team, with the client. You see, sometimes you don't sleep all the night mm-hmm. and the day after you have seven clients, three mm-hmm. meetings. How do you handle that? And your kids are sick at home you have no choice to face it so you need to become actress Mm. but I think my just my personality make me shine every day I love what I do so it's okay for me to just live there on a daily basis what happens Mm.
0: another question so you are yourself a, a trainer also so you train people and this goes with your learning mindset Uh, you told me you have certifications so how like how often do you have certifications is it something that is important in your business in your career uh and in the pilates industry um how does
1: it work so it works in a continuity uh, points means you need to keep your points up to date every year so you can lose your certification oh yeah So that's why uh, almost every year I pass a new certification. As well, sometimes you have some workshop nights, online workshop, to keep the point up to date. So, what is good is you are always updated, and I'm fully certified teacher for Pilates.
0: So, for example, when was the last one? It was in May. In, okay. Uh, yes. And as a, so it, you're always up to date, but what changes for from a year to another? I mean, um, I don't I don't know much about it, but I guess the techniques and maybe the machines or what what is it that is new to learn every year?
1: So you have a um, certification about everything. So as you say, ah. different machines, you can have a certification on the mat, on the reformer, on the ladder barrel, whatever, on the ball. And on some certain levels as well. So, for beginners, for mm-hmm. advanced, for uh, pre postnatal, for uh, women, for injuries. So, you have many kind of certification. Okay.
0: And how do you pick the one? Because you have many.
1: So yeah, so now it's because I'm fully certified, so I can only do a higher score or workshop. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> good.
0: And what, how is it to, just just a question I have now, to run a business and have kids at the same time?
1: Um, so it was organic as well because <laughs> I, I opened the business before <laughs> to get the third kid. So when I signed the second lease, I just learned one week later I was pregnant. Wow! So I was like, oh my God, how can I pay two rents at the same time? And I'm pregnant, so it means in eight months, I cannot teach anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to learn. You need to accept the situation first and you need to learn how to delegate. To trust people, you need to trust people. Which is
0: difficult when it's your business.
1: Yeah, because when you are alone, you can do all by yourself. But when you realize alone, you are not able to do anymore. Because physically, you you will deliver soon and you won't be able to teach clients. You need to find out yeah. a way to exit this entrepreneur solo uh, methodology, you see. Yeah. So that's why the team grew as well. Because when I deliver, I had no choice to just trust the team mm. at the studio mm. and leave the studio running by itself.
0: And I was wondering, um, you mentioned now you're training people and there are other studios and other the market of personal trainers is big so what's the wellness and fitness
1: landscape like in hong kong so hong kong is full of fabulous people from everywhere looking always for opportunities mm. and fitness market is growing so fast for yeah. years it's not a maturity market at all we have to follow the train reaching further up every year. So for 12 years, I saw the trend change so much. So at the beginning, people were coming at studio to discover or to have physical workouts after work, for instance, or during the weekend. But today, people want to fully integrate wellness in their daily life Mm. and not only after work. It's a new way of life, a regular workout which contributes to reduce the stress, the anxiety, the depression, and so more. Mm. The wellness is not an option anymore. It's necessary to keep your life healthy on a daily basis.
0: Do you think it's a consequence of uh, the rhythm? I mean, here, it's so dynamic. and Yes.
1: Hong Kong is a city that never had a rest. Yeah, It never has a rest and will never have a rest. (laughs) Yes. So the energy is is so high that sometimes it gets... Over your own energy. And yeah. you can get overwhelmed yeah. quickly if you don't go over it. Okay, So yeah. you, you need to find out a, a way to go over, over it. So how to survive and to do not feel overwhelmed. So it just, as I said before, you follow your hurt. Mm. Okay? So if you want to chill, you chill. If you want to work out, you work out. If you want to cry, you cry. You just need to keep your body grounded. Mm. by working out. It's very important. And I think people now start to understand the process. Yeah.
0: Um, so talking about that, as it's a market that is uh, still booming, so you have, we can say, competitors. Uh, also, there was COVID before. So how do you shape the, the vision and the future of, of your
1: business? So to, to, to keep in the long term process, Uh, My vision is is to keep the high quality standard of Pilates because so many competitors opened in 2023. Never happened before. I don't know why. I was almost alone for 10 years. (laughs) And I want to remind the unique style, luxurious boutique studio in Hong Kong by focusing on the quality with really qualified professional and certified teacher, the the teacher I train. Mm, So as I say, many competitors have opened recently and we have no choice to face it. But my vision is really clear. So keep the loyal team, proud to work at Anna Wellness, proud of our value. So our value is the quality of work for privileged clients. We try to make it better every day to focus on that, on the quality. And in the future, to try to keep it always high and up.
0: Mm. And do you have maybe in mind to open another studio?
1: I have so many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to keep my feet grounded as well and focus on the second studio first and focus on the quality of the the teaching and the team, as I told you, yeah.
0: And, and I had, one question about the name. What does Anhao mean?
1: Anhao is the Chinese uh, two characters name. So it means well being in uh, Mandarin, Putonghua. So An and Hao. So An is like well being, massage, uh, mm. how you feel. And Hao is good. Okay. So Anhao is well being, uh, okay. global well being. And if you watch the characters later on in the two different characters, you have the woman characters inside. Yes. I I knew I wanted to focus 90% of women. I I really wanted for client to understand that you can access to fitness without any requirement, without any background. Don't be scared to access to the fitness at Ana Wellness. Mm. Mm.
0: You don't need to be... For example, I've never done any Pilates session.
1: So I can come and... Yes, exac- exactly what and how wellness wants. Okay. To reach everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: And I have one last question for you. So do you have any, anything that you would like to share? Any learnings or any tips um, to share with uh, other business owners... Or also people who might still be hesitant to launch their own business?
1: So first, I have a very good advice. It's follow your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, you, you need to understand what is your true self. Who are you? What do you want in your life? And for that, you need to feel grounded. And then you will reach your point. If you are lost at the beginning, you Mm. cannot reach, you see. So really define what you want and who you are. You fail or not, but you have nothing to lose because the life is short. As well, if you want to reach, I really recommend you work hard to follow your dream. It doesn't come like this. Mm. So Socrates says, I love this quote, success depends on effort. yeah Yeah. so for instance in my case sometimes the business works very well and very fast as you know but fast means you are in lack of time to think properly and it can lead totally to a fail so i try to spend time when there is a fail to think and to meditate to see what happened in the present and then to anticipate a bit my vision in the future so I'm from Paris, and I try to bring my style, which is really picky sometimes. Mm. <laughs> I try to keep all high standards, and every detail counts. So I try to educate everyone at Studio vis The decoration, the studio equipment, the teacher cue, the method, mm. the schedule, pointing toes, flex toes, all points counts. The morning to-do list is always at its perfection. But of course, sometimes... It's a fail. Mm. And what I learn every day is to accept that the plan is there is no plan mm. sometimes. And it allows me to correct and move forward. Mm. And again, another Socrates quote, because <laughs> he says so well for entrepreneurs he, all I know is that I know nothing. Yeah. And every day I have to learn. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't say it better it's a
0: it's a very good vision of a very good way of seeing a failure because um especially in France, failing is a like it's a mistake and oh you failed and in other cultures it's seen more as a oh well you learned something at least and then you mm. can do something else um and that specific uh, question of failure was something that i was i was interested in as a an entrepreneur because if you're an entrepreneur and you are stuck when you see a failure mm. I don't think you can yeah. move forward yeah yeah.
1: Um, yeah but if you accept the fail then yeah. you can find out a solution yeah. Yeah. to yeah. move forward in another way
0: yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so much
1: it was thank you, you so Carmen
0: inspiring <laughs> it was a pleasure to share all of this with you and your story and your mindset are very inspiring and I think
1: it would Thank inspire you. other people. Yes, if, if I can help, I'm always here to help. <laughs> so where can we find out more about you and your studio? We have uh, the website, anhowwellness.com or just write Pilates uh, Hong Kong on Google. We are the first or second studio mm-hmm. on Google and our IG, anhowwellness.com it's always up to date.
0: Okay. So thank you to you who are listening. You'll find all the links to Unhau's website and social media in the description of the episode. I hope you liked today's business story. If you're thinking about running your own business, you might now be one step closer to doing so. Don't forget to leave me five stars and follow me on Instagram at hk.businessowners. See you in two weeks for a new business story. Bye.